and gentlemen, was KSI's intro music, a new song with Ricky Rose <laughs> and Lil Baby and SX coming in to his fight with Logan Paul. We got to talk about the KSI Logan Paul fight. Um, we gotta talk about the undercard, of course. We gotta talk about other stories that happen in the sport of boxing. But also, just a reminder, we'll, we'll be getting into um, Remembrance Day as well, because that is today. Um, we definitely gotta talk about um, a controversial situation that happened with somebody let's say quite prominent in uh canadian media um you know what i mean but uh we will be getting into that later we will be getting into that later but for now we gotta talk boxing all right welcome to jd's free smoke podcast you know what i mean let's get this started off okay so this week in boxing first off first up our first story of the day we got our man, he's back. You know what I mean? This time he means business. And he's out from under the clutches of Don King and into the palms of Bob Arum. <laughs> Amir Imam. Shout out to Amir Imam. He is fighting. He is fighting. He is back in the 140-pound division. And he has made a good comeback statement in knocking out Marcos Mojos... Not Mojosia. Mo... Mo... Mojicia. Mojicia. Jeez. Uh, knocking him out in the fourth round. Congratulations to Amir... Um, good to see you back. Good to see that you're fighting again. Um, this man has this man has talent. Um, you know what I mean. It'll be interesting to see what Top Rank does with him, with him in the 140 pound division. And of course, you know what I mean. There's always a possibility if he makes enough noise for that. You know what I mean to move up into that coveted 147 pound division as well, where there's a ton of super fights available. If he earns the shot, if he gets himself a shot. So, congratulations to you, Amir, man. Good to see you back. Um, but next up, we got to talk the KSI Logan Paul card, the KSI Logan Paul situation. You know what I mean? The buildup. Um, we got to talk, uh, you know what I mean? The, the controversial things that happened within the fight. But we got to talk about the card. We got to talk about the card first and foremost. And, um, you know, uh, for all of those with the zone, like, you know what I mean? We were able to tune in whenever we wanted to. Um, so you didn't necessarily have to watch this live. But um, because uh, this was on the zone, we were also afforded the pressure of being able to watch Billy Joe Saunders and Devin Haney on the undercard. Speaking of Billy Joe Saunders, okay? All right, everybody's second favorite traveling warrior, all right? 
<laughs> like, you know what I mean? Tyson Fury's number one. Billy Joe's number two. Um, and I guess there's a good reason for that. Um, because, uh, you know what I mean? He um, he was in a fight against um, Marcelo Cosires. And uh, he was able to knock him out in the 11th round. The gentleman from Argentina. But um, I have to say I was overall disappointed in the fight. And um, not because Billy Joe did particularly that bad or anything like that. My disappointment came from the fact that, you know, this was a big card. This was a huge card. Um, you know, you can even say you can even say a massive card. I don't know. I, I don't know if it was that big, but it was a, definitely a huge card um, in front of a sold out Staples crowd and in in front of a brand new casual fan base. A brand new casual fan base that he could have capitalized on. I just don't feel that he did with this fight. Um, you know what I mean? Um, you know, he fought the right level of competition. Um, I'm happy that he got the knockout in the end. But um, the knockout was in the 11th round, right? And remember, like, like these are like kids that are used to watching... You know what I mean? Logan Paul, KSI, Jake Paul, like, all these guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, 11th round knockouts, it was kind of long and drawn out. There wasn't really a lot of action throughout the rounds in the build-up to the fight. Um, and, you know, it was questionable if, if, uh, if, if Billy Joe Saunders was even winning the fight. You know what I mean? That's another crazy thing. Uh, um, you know what I mean? Um, he... he it was very possible that Marcelo was up on the cards. So, um, you know, in that respect, uh, Billy Joe kind of uh, let me down, but I'm happy overall. I'm happy that he won the fight. I'm happy that he was able to get the knockout. So with that, um, you know what I mean? Now, obviously, he's, you know, trying to move on to the next to see what opportunities he can get next. Um, obviously, he could maybe look to fight a Demetrius Andrade, even though I don't know if Billy Joe wants that Andrade smoke. Um, he could also maybe look to fight the winner of uh, Daniel Jacobs or Danny Jacobs, the Miracle Man, versus uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., right? That'll also be a, a, a great fight for Billy Joe to pick up afterwards. Or he could even... Um, you know, I mean, maybe potentially fight Canelo, right? You know what I mean? Word on the street is that Canelo might actually maybe fight Billy Joe in May. Maybe the Glovkin rematch in September, right? So there's a, you know what I mean? There's a lot of options for Billy Joe. Even um, I heard Gabe Rosado. Gabe Rosado is supposed to be uh, uh, coming out pretty soon too. I believe he's fighting on the uh, Daniel Jacobs uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. undercard as well. So, you know what I mean? Maybe if he can't get Canelo or or, or um, Danny Jacobs or something like that, you know what I mean? Maybe even a, a, a decent fight with, with Gabe Rosado uh, might be all right for him. So he's definitely got a lot of options, but, um, you know, we definitely need to see Billy Joe pick it up. He, I expected him to put on a little bit more of a better show 
Um, you know what I mean? Maybe this is his first time back in the ring in a while. Need to get, you know, knock some of the rust off. Okay, so you know what I mean? We gave you your little freebie, you knocked the rust off. Next time, let's put it on a show because I'm telling you right now, you could have made a lot of brand new fans. And I'm pretty sure you still made some, but you could have made a lot more with such a big casual crowd tuning in tonight. Because, you know what I mean? The main card was KSI, Logan Paul. All right. So next up, the next main part of the card, we had Devin Haney, right? Devin Haney, and he had a fight with the undefeated Alfredo Santiago. And I have to say, um, Devin Haney did a wonderful job. Um, Devin Haney, um, he, to me, is still the top young gun out of all the, all the young guns. Uh, that's... That would be, I guess, mainly if you're talking top young guns, especially in the in the in those lightweight classes, like you know, what I mean, like the lightweight division. We're talking out of Ryan Garcia, Javante Tank Davis, and Shakur Stevenson. I got Devin Haney above all those guys, right? He's my favorite. Um, but um, you know what I mean? He fought the the undefeated Alfredo Santiago, and he looked good throughout the fight um you know towards the later rounds he was slowing down uh he slowed down quite a bit um you know what i mean he was uh i guess uh, having a lot of trouble um alfredo was quite tall he was undefeated alfredo was undefeated as well which actually just um adds to Devin haney's stock um and he was uh, quite an aw awkward fighter quite an awkward fighter for sure so Devin Haney was uh, definitely maybe having a little bit of trouble figuring him out a little bit in the beginning, but once he did, he started to get at him. But then unfortunately for Devin Haney, and it, and it looks like what happened was, um, you know, he says maybe somewhere around the sixth or seventh round, he dislocated his shoulder. So um, look for Devin Haney to be out um, a little while after this fight. Um, you know what I mean? I thought Devin Haney did the, the best he could considering the circumstances and like you know I mean considering that he hurt his shoulder um he did quite a great job he did an amazing job but um I'm gonna have to criticize Matchroom and Eddie Hearn on this one because you know what I mean with uh with having such a young superstar which actually didn't even fight that long ago he fought I think maybe like maybe like four weeks ago or like three weeks ago, maybe this was three weeks ago. He didn't even fight that long ago and he's fighting on this KSI Logan Paul 2 undercard with a ton of casual fans tuning in. I thought they could have given him a lighter touch. I fought this, uh, you know what I mean? This Alfredo guy. He, he wanted to smoke. This guy wanted to smoke. This guy was ready. This guy was no was no bomb man. This guy was this guy could fight. So like you know what I mean. I'm I'm kind of disappointed in Matchroom for not giving them any a little bit of a lighter touch. This is crazy. That was a little bit crazy. But hey, um, you know what I mean. Uh, congratulations to Devin. You know what I mean. Great stuff. Awesome fight. You know what I mean? Um, hopefully your shoulder gets better quickly. And uh, can't wait to see you next time in the ring sometime in 2020. You know what I mean? So now, we had the main event to talk about. KSI versus Logan Paul. 
Oh boy, what a main event. Oh boy, what an exciting fight. But before we get into the fight, we got to talk about some of the buildup. First of all, I have to say the whole show in general looked amazing. The whole production looked clean. Um, this was, um, this was, this was really interesting. This was, um, you know what I mean? It was at the Staples Center. They had, um, they had a lot of influencers come in, like a lot of different characters. You know what I mean? We had, uh, Justin Bieber coming through. We had the Sidemen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got, we got Sidemen coming in from, flying in from England. We had, you had people like Keemstar, Face Banks. These are, these are, of course, YouTube stars for, um, you know what I mean? For those of you that don't know, people like Keemstar, Face Bank, uh, True Jordy, uh, um, Jake Paul was, was of course there to support his brother, um, you know what I mean, uh, it, 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 it was just, um, it was just crazy, there's just a lot of Justin Bieber, like, I, I don't even know if I already said Justin Bieber, but, like, to me, it was just, like, wow, like, you know what I mean, they just had, like, a lot of, uh, different, uh, um, kinds of people coming through, not, um, on top of that, um, there was tons of media at the, like, like the, the media press coverage of everything to me was great. Um, I thought, um, from the, from the UK press conference, they, uh, they definitely got the whole media game down better. Like, because like a lot of the stuff that was happening, like at the LA press conference and, and all that kind of stuff was, was really cringy. Um, you know, I mean, obviously you could tell like these guys are, these guys are, um, they're YouTubers. They're not, they're not fighters. They didn't necessarily handle themselves in all, uh, moments as fighters or as like a fighter would. And in certain situations that was great because, um, they knew how to really put on a show. They really knew how to get people interested in certain things or different kinds of people interested in different things or and, and and getting people wanting to tune into the fight but also certain things were like oh man like it was like really cringy it was like some of the stuff was so cringy to the point where it was like you know what if you did a third fight i would watch the fight but i don't want to watch any of the build-up <laughs> right but they did clean it up towards the end um you know what I mean? Uh, the the weigh-ins on both guys look really good. Um, both guys came in shape. You could tell that both guys worked really hard. Um, they were fighting at the in the cruiserweight division, so the weight limit was 200 pounds. Uh, I believe Logan Paul weighed in at, at 199.6, so right on weight. Um, he looked really good as well. Um, KSI weighed in around 193 pounds. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, we had KSI working with Jeff Mayweather and, uh, Vidal Rowley, who is a, uh, UK boxing influencer who just signed with Mayweather Promotions, um, over there, you know, obviously he resides in the UK with KSI and then, um, you know, Logan Paul was working with Shannon Briggs, Mr. Let's Go Champ, <laughs> right? Oh, uh, man. Um, th that is definitely going to be, Shannon Briggs is definitely a meme after this whole Logan Paul thing, like, 
Oh man, like uh, the media buildup was was great, I have to say. And um, a lot of the boxing media, I liked how Eddie Hearn um, got a lot of the the traditional boxing media that we know um, involved, heavily involved. Um, we had uh, Radio Raheem from uh, Seconds Out. Um, you know what I mean? In the locker rooms, giving us exclusive interviews. Um, you know what I mean? We had a uh, Fino boxing out there, heading out there, giving a lot of people interviews, getting a lot of different celebrities interviews as well. We had uh, Miguel uh, Joy Phelps also in there, getting in the mix and stuff like that. So um, he did a great job with uh, um, in getting uh, the media involved and everything like that as well. And then um, came uh, fight night. And, um, you know what I mean? It was, uh, wow. Um, it was crazy seeing a packed Staples Center to watch these two guys fight and uh, do what they do. Um, and I have to say, the fight was good. It was, it was good. It was very entertaining. Um, you know what I mean? The only thing that, that kept the fight from being incredible was that these were both of their pro debuts and um you know KSI was a little sloppy he was a little sloppy and um Logan Paul wasn't pulling the trigger enough he wasn't pulling the trigger enough but overall I thought it was a great fight um I thought um KSI was pushing the fight for the most part in the first three rounds um depending on what you liked if you liked um a lot of that boxing and uh, footwork style and everything like that. Logan Paul definitely was doing great. His his footwork was uh, was really good. He, he was using it to avoid a lot of KSI's like massive haymaker style shots that he was throwing like all over the place. Like you know what I mean? It was <laughs> it got a little ridiculous at times. But in my opinion, um, if you know what I mean, I could have given KSI maybe even the first three rounds but at least two out of the three rounds in my opinion just only because of the fact that logan was not um very active but and i also must say and i also must say that um i believe it was in the in the in the in the in the third round um ksi threw a big haymaker and caught logan paul behind the ear and um in my opinion, that was a knockdown, and they didn't count as a knockdown. It went down as a uh, as a slip, and um, so like you know, what I mean, I guess you know you could look at that however way however you wanted to do. But then in the fourth round, oh, oh man, this was the round of the fight. Um, Logan Paul uh, catches KSI with an uppercut. Boom. And uh, KSI definitely was hurt from that first one. Then he kind of um, uses, kind of, you can see, kind of put his like, like his hand like on top of KSI's head to kind of line him up. And then he hit him with a second one. Boom! Oh my goodness. It was crazy. KSI was hurt. He was hurt. And he got him down. And, um, man, like, the crowd was going crazy. But then the problem was, as KSI went down, um, Logan Paul kind of, 
it looked like he seemingly kind of like you know went for an like an extra one or two shots um he didn't try to hit him hard but like you know he definitely was 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 going to maybe get in trying to get in a little bit of extra damage and stuff like that um which then of course prompted um referee jack reese to um penalize logan paul and he penalized logan paul two points so instead of having uh the the 10 eight round that he was supposed to have it was an eight eight round right also of course uh ksi was given um i believe uh five minutes to recover from jackery so like you know what i mean that gave ksi time to catch his breath and do what he needed to do um and then from that point um uh ksi caught his breath from uh, round five he started pushing the fight again and then round six same thing um similar to the first three rounds like i said with that being said i thought the fight was very exciting okay um basically ksi um ended up winning the fight by one point um of course you have to also consider the fact that hey uh two points were taken away from logan paul but ultimately i thought the right man won the fight and i ultimately think that logan paul uh lost the fight on his own accord to tell you the truth um not only if he had just you know what i mean did what he's supposed to do, go to the neutral corner after he knocked a guy down not only would he have clearly won that round easily and i mean easily right because it's you know 10-8 you got a knockdown right not only would he have won that round easily um, he, he, he very well could have knocked out KSI because KSI was, was quite damaged. He was definitely quite hurt, um, after that uppercut. And, um, so if, if Logan had just did what he's supposed to do, he, he would have had a, a huge opportunity to finish him off after that 10 count. So, um, you know what I mean? Congratulations to KSI. Congratulations to the UK mandem. Like, you know what I mean? Um... Uh, congratulations to, to, to Logan Paul as well, though, um, for going out there and um, putting your brands on the line and doing all these things. It's not easy to do all that stuff. It's not easy to fight in front of, I believe it was like 22,000 fans and stuff like that. So congratulations to, to, to both YouTubers for um, for putting on a good show, for, for, for doing what they're supposed to do. They obviously train hard. They obviously do what they're supposed to do. And you got a lot of eyes on the sport of boxing. So I was uh, pleasantly um, surprised with this uh, fight and uh, surprised with the card. And um, I was happy with the buildup as well for the most part. The the later buildup, not the early buildup. Like, you know what I mean? The, you know, I mean, talking about man's private parts and all this kind of stuff. Crazy, crazy. But um, the latter the latter part of that buildup, excellent the show was done worked very well they had a whole countdown show as well like uh, it man great things um uh definitely a net positive for boxing a net positive for the zone um interesting facts right about um the fight here are the star purses right so 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 check this out this is what i found interesting right so Billy Joe Saunders got paid 750k, right, for his fight. KSI and Logan Paul as their base salaries. All right, I'm pretty sure they have like some sign up, 
uh, his own things in the background working as well. Um, as in like, oh, you know, this many people sign up, blah, blah, blah. You get this kind of bonus, whatever like that. But their base salaries were both 900K each, right? $900,000, right? And uh, my man, Devin Haney, Devin Haney got paid a million dollars, right? So, so you know what I mean? Um, I was even happy to see that, to see that, hey, the boxing guy got paid the most out of um, everybody. So um, that was exciting. Um, what a great show, guys. Uh, be proud of yourself, KSI and Logan Paul. Um, you guys worked hard. You put on a great show. And, uh, you know, um, you um, did not shame the sport of boxing. So, yeah. That's what went down in boxing this week. Right? Now, I got a couple of uh, interesting topics to talk about. And one serious one coming right up. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Okay, so... Here we are in the second half of the podcast talking about things that I found interesting this week. So, um, first off, uh, first interesting thing that I saw was uh, Instagram. Instagram is now expanding their no likes tour. The no likes tour is expanding and certain people aren't liking it. <laughs> You know, I mean, you could uh, kind of guess who. <laughs> you know, my saying when it comes to stuff like this, what's understood don't got to be explained. Um, yeah, but Instagram, um, in their efforts to try and improve the general mental health of, I guess, the nation, um, they've been piloting this no likes experiment um in countries like australia canada ireland you know what i mean commonwealth things commonwealth things um so now they're looking to expand it to parts of the u.s where they turn the likes off publicly right now um of course you can still see how many likes you get on all your pictures and stuff like that but just publicly you cannot see um how many likes um you get i i think like the most you see is like oh you know if a friend that you know has liked the picture they'll be like oh this person liked this picture so that but that's about it um for me i actually i actually like it um it um kind of gives a nice like vibe to the website in my opinion now i guess for for maybe business it's not always the 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 greatest you still have those analytics in the background but it's still nice to see like oh like like you know how much engagement certain things get what are and stuff like that but um just on the the vibe of the site it's uh it's a lot cooler because um now now your your instagram truly to me becomes more of a gallery um without like the likes and whatever like that because then now you know i mean you could uh take more interesting and different and even i i could say not risky but like you know what i mean um um uh, weird pictures maybe not even that weird even to say just just uh uh different pictures that 
um, maybe if you felt that you know I me mean, pressures of the likes and stuff like that you wouldn't take but now you can take and then uh, could ironically end up getting you more likes because of stuff like that so you know what I mean shout out to um, Instagram um, for trying something and um, I think uh, so far I find it a, a general improvement of their app or website whatever you want to call it um now have you guys seen um uh disney's freaking um three hour trailer that they have on youtube about like everything coming out on on, on disney plus dude i have to say first of all netflix is trash. I've been saying Netflix is trash for a long time. I've been saying that I'm with Monique. I'm with Monique. <laughs> um, I cut my Netflix a while back ago, um, even before this Disney Plus came out. But, dude, Disney basically owns nostalgia. Like, I could not believe all the content coming out on that freaking service. And that's just the Disney side of the service, right? Um, now, there's also a bundle uh, with the service in the U.S. You know, you can use a VPN if you're Canadian. In the U.S. where you can also bundle the service with Hulu and, <clears throat> um, and ESPN+. Plus. But um, just that Disney service itself was crazy. Dude, I'm talking all the Disney movies. I'm talking all of them. Um, I, I don't think like the... Not the... I think the only ones probably not is just like the, the, the few like racist ones they did back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I think they cut those out. <laughs> Like Song of the South and stuff like that. I think, I think, I think that I think that one's still cut out. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I mean. But like I'm talking like, but that's like three movies, right? But I'm talking about like, like generally like every other movie is like I'm talking all. I'm like I'm talking like I don't think people realize this. Okay, so um, for those of you that don't know, or maybe the younger ones, right? Disney used to do this thing called the Vault right where you know they would have certain movies right and then what they would do they would take a movie and they would lock it away in this disney vault for like 10 years or something crazy like that and then 10 and then like 10 years later it's like you better buy this movie or we're locking it back in the vault right dude the disney vault is over there is no disney vault if it's if it's a disney property it's available on Disney Plus. Oh my goodness, there is so much content. And guys, remember, that's not just like Disney Disney stuff. I'm talking like you get the movies, you get the TV shows, like you know what I mean? Like I was like, holy even Stevens, that's so Raven. This like all those nostalgic shows, I guess like that, the Hannah Montana, all those are gonna be coming back. Right, like you know, what I mean? so you know the kids gonna want to watch that stuff. Then, um, of course, you got like even like the new movies, like like your Big Hero Six, your uh, your Bolt, your uh, like wow, amazing, 
But then on top of that, remember, they freaking own Star Wars. So all the Star Wars movies are on the freaking thing. Then I forgot they bought 20th Century Fox. So the Simpsons is on there and stuff like that. And then, oh my goodness. Then you remember, oh my goodness, they own Marvel. So all the Marvel movies are on there. But then, oh my goodness, they own Marvel. So like all the old like Spider-Man, like, oh man, that 90s Spider-Man cartoon, the 90s X-Men, oh, it's like, dude, the service is lit. The service is lit. Shout out to Disney. You literally own nostalgia. It's over for you, Netflix. It's over, all right? Bend the knee. Bend the knee. And Apple, <laughs> yo, for real, Apple, like, I know you got your little cute service you trying to come out with, whatever that is. And I'm a big Apple fan, right? You know what I mean? I love me my, my Apple products and stuff like that. And I love me my Apple services and stuff. But, dog, like, yo, um, I don't think you could, I don't think you could hang, bro. I think, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, maybe you should buy Netflix, uh, and then maybe combine the Netflix library with all the stuff that you're making to try and fight Disney. Otherwise, I think Disney is going to destroy everybody in the streaming game, man. Whoa. Like, I, dude, like, they literally, like I just said <laughs> earlier in the podcast, um, they literally released a three-hour trailer, okay? Which is basically, like, an, all the stuff that's going to be, like, out day one on Disney+. Plus, Dude, wow, what a way to come out and go for the jugular. Shout out to Disney, okay? So, you know what I mean? That was definitely an interesting thing. Next, um, we got my man here. You know what I mean? I don't know why you always trying to do my man like this, man. Um, so Tyler, the creator, invited my man, Drizzy Drake, out, uh, to an event. And, um, I guess he got booed off stage, right? But, uh, here, here, take a listen, take a listen. Paranoid, always rolling with my motherfucking boys. But you gotta understand when it's yours, they don't really need your ass with a motherfucking choice, man. Love, no, make some noise for yourself tonight. You know, I'ma tell you. Like I said, I'm here for you tonight. If you wanna keep going, I will keep going tonight. What's up? If you wanna keep going. I will keep going tonight. Well, look, it's been love. I love y'all. I go by the name of Drake. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So I don't know what the hell was up with that. That was whack as hell. So you telling me you gonna have champagne pops at the show? And he telling you, yo, man, I'm, I'm ready to give you some more. And you're like, boo, man. Yo, Tyler Critter, yo, you and all your weird old fans, yo, just back up, man. Like, yo, seriously? Like, what was up with that? <laughs> what was up with that, man? Um, yeah, Tyler, you definitely got, like, some, uh, some weird fans. That's all I can say. 
You know what I mean? Can't be disrespecting champagne pops like that. You know what I mean? Don't worry. Don't worry, though. We're going to be putting this in the raps. <laughs> We're going to be putting this in the introspective raps, all right? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, I hope you fans ready for some bars. I hope they're ready for some bars. You know what I mean? Shout out to Champagne Pops. You know what I mean? Artist of the decade. Um, in my opinion, he's probably going to be artist of the next decade. It's OVO. It's OVO Smoke. It's OVO Drizzy. Shout out to Paka. Shout out to 40. Shout out to the, to, to the whole gang. All right? Um, then Tyler fans whack. All right. So now, all right, we're going to be uh, gotten all the silly stuff out of the way. So we're going to transition into a now a bit more of a serious topic. Um, today is November 11th. It is Remembrance Day. Today is the day where we as Canadians like to remember the sacrifices that um, a lot of veterans in this country made. Okay, that they made to sustain our freedoms and our way of life here in Canada. Without the sacrifices that they made, we would not be living the very privileged lives that we live today. And um, I would like to uh, commemorate this with a song. All right. So just uh, hold up and uh, we'll start playing in a bit. heard um you know i mean that's a uh, song to help commemorate to help people remember what uh the sacrifices that had to be made 
like I said once again, for the very privileged lives that we live today. Now, unfortunately, because of this holidays, we've also have had, um, I guess, a bit of controversy. Um, and it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag for the controversy because I guess you could legitimately say there's two ways to look at this in a sense. But overall, um, I think the right decisions were made. But um, hockey commentator Don Sherry um, has now been fired. Okay, he's been fired from Sportsnet, and um, he will not be doing um, hockey night in Canada anymore he's been fired from that as well and um and that's because he's made what looks to seem to be some controversial statements um about immigrants in this country uh, in regards to wearing um poppies but um before i go deeper into this uh topic all right i have a um a report for you guys to listen to so here, let's check out this report. In the month when Canadians especially remember those who served and who fought in wars, a controversy over whether wearing a poppy means you're patriotic. I don't see how he could possibly come to such a conclusion. Very few people wear uh, a poppy. Hockey commentator Don Cherry courted controversy during his Coach's Corner segment Saturday on Hockey Night in Canada over this. You people love, you, you they come here, whatever it is, you love our way of life, you love our milk and honey, at least you could pay a couple of bucks for poppies or something like that. Appearing to blame immigrants for not appreciating Canada's veterans. I think it's inflammatory and unnecessary and untrue. The comments drew an immediate reaction. To pin it all on the minorities and the new immigrants, I think that's, uh, I, I thought it was outrageous actually. Some recent immigrants, like the owner of this Turkish restaurant, agree. He's the wrong. What he says, he's the wrong. Not right. I felt they were offensive. I felt that he was targeting not only immigrants, but especially immigrants of color. Cherry has frequently been in trouble over his choice of words. I mean, what do you eat? Seal? I mean, come on, what are you, are you savage, barbarian? You. The president of Sportsnet, Cherry's employer, called these most recent words discriminatory and offensive and do not represent the network's values. A statement said Cherry has been spoken to about the severity of the issue. But not everyone's outraged. I believe in the man. I believe that he is not a racist and he's not uh, anti-immigrant. The statistics on whether Poppy use is down or not this Remembrance Day are not available yet. On a Sunday in Toronto, the majority of those walking the street didn't wear one. Harpreet Sani, holding a picture of his grandfather who served, says that's okay. We appreciate the service uh, that he did, and uh, we don't wear a poppy every year. He never wore a poppy. I think what he's trying to do is bring us together under the banner of respect for people who gave their lives in Canada. Uh, for Canada, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But the mayor of Mississauga, the city where Cherry lives, used hockey terminology to call out the host. Mr. Cherry, you were offside in those comments. We we're very unfortunate, and we're calling icing on this one. And good Canadians that bought a poppy. I'm still the Royal Canadian Legion called Cherry a strong supporter of the poppy campaign, saying it remains appreciative for what he's done, even if many think Cherry has gone too far. Sean O'Shea, Global News, Toronto.
Okay, so that was a global news report by reporter Sean O'Shea about Don Cherry and his controversial comments, um, mainly about immigrants. Now, um, okay, well, how do we, how, how do we go about this, right? Because <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Because what's understood don't got to be explained. Ooh, can't get away with that one. <laughs> Name's Free Smoke. So we're coming out. We're coming out with, with, with my uh, my thoughts on this. Um, Don Cherry. Um, he's an old dude. <laughs> First of all, he's an old dude. Um, with him getting fired, I guess that's basically him getting okay boomered. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it's, um, I have to say, as an immigrant myself, um, I don't think he should have used those words, um, because it's, uh, it is inherently divisive, it is inherently, um, What do you call it? Uh, inflammatory, um, and it, it is unfair, right? Because you know, I mean, there. I'm I'm sure there's plenty of immigrants that that wear a poppy that support the Legion, like you know what I mean. Uh, this is Canada. We are a nation of immigrants, basically. Um, so at you know, what I mean, like at, at, at the end of the day, um, yeah. Um, that's just not the way uh, uh, to go about it. Um, you know what I mean? Um, but definitely um, where people seem to have the issues, especially when he said you people and stuff like that, that is looked at out as a dog whistle, um, as, a, as a racist dog whistle. Now, um, do I believe that Don Cherry is racist? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I guess, uh, I don't know, right? But um, I think it's fair to, to assume uh, that is probably not um, like you know what I mean at the end of the day um, he's gotten in trouble for inflammatory comments before he just kind of speaks his mind um, and uh, you know it's not it, it's uh, it's unfiltered it's unfiltered and he chooses to stay that way and a lot of some people like it some people don't um, now do I feel that what he was generally saying is that this was a commentary on, I guess what you would say is um, maybe the culture behind Remembrance Day and maybe we don't put enough importance on it to ensure that maybe more people would buy poppies if we, you know what I mean, put a little bit more emphasis on it. Maybe maybe we're not doing enough um, as a nation, wherever like that is, that's fair. But to, to pin that on immigrants is definitely not fair. As you can see, the, the news report did say that they haven't gotten the numbers of, of poppy support um, as of yet. So, it, you know, it's actually a little bit unfair to even come out with that claim because how dumb would you look if it comes out and then, like, is it, yo, the poppy support is up? Like, you know what I mean? So... <laughs> maybe at least wait until the numbers come out Donnie come on <laughs> but uh yeah um you know what I mean uh you know sometimes people get passionate um especially when it comes to subjects like this um 
you know, I mean, with him losing his job and everything like that, I'm pretty sure, you know, that's pretty much punishment enough for for whatever else is, you, you, you know, what I mean, I, I don't think you, you could have got anything else. So I, like, you know, what I mean, I, I guess he's, uh, I guess what you could say, he he served his time, right? Like, you know what I mean? Um, you know, what I mean, he's no longer going to be in Hockey Night in Canada. He's no longer on Sportsnet. Um, you know, what I mean, actually, he was actually causing. Um, a lot of controversy over this, uh, over that rainbow poppy too. You know what I mean? He was not about, uh, you know what I mean? That rainbow poppy. Okay. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Um, the question is, is, is he a fan of champagne poppy? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyways, um, with, with, with all that being said, um, yeah, definitely, um, wrong choice of words um incorrect inflammatory remarks him losing his job for me is definitely a uh, punishment enough um like you know what i mean but um he's obviously very passionate about this remembrance day um uh, the remembrance day festivities and ceremonies and trying to ensure that people pay a little bit respect to the soldiers that have fallen for us so as seeing that this seems to come from a place of passion i don't think this comes from a place of hate that is my personal opinion you could take it however you want i don't think this is coming from a place of hate i just think um that you know he probably felt saw that maybe it didn't look like too a lot of people were wearing poppies in general so um he, uh, you know what I mean, of course, lashed out, used some wrong words, you know what I mean? Now, obviously, like, you know, there were some assumptions made about, like, you know, you know, it's about immigrants of color and stuff like that, whatever like that. Now, uh, you, you can't say that for 100% sure that's what he was saying because he didn't really come out and fully say that, but, uh, you know what I mean? Let's just say uh, what's understood don't got to be explained, but, like, at the end of the day, we don't really know if that's what he meant. Like, you know what I mean? He could have been... He still could have been talking about, um, I guess, a lot of people in general, but um, at the end of the day, like I said, very poor, very poor choice of words. So, um, I guess... Um, I guess you could say hopefully he learned his lessons, but... Uh, According uh, to these comments made by Don Cherry, right, um, himself, he goes, I know what I said and I meant it. I speak the truth and I walk the walk. I cannot be turned into a tame robot. So my man just said that he wants all the smoke. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Don just said. My man Don just said that he want all the smoke. Um, you know what I mean? He meant what he said. So I got to respect it from that point of view. I may not agree with his point of view entirely. Um, you know what I mean? Uh I think there was a somewhat of a, a little bit of a half truth in what he was saying. It's not it's not a completely true. And um, you know what I mean? I still think he should not have made those statements. I still don't think he should have said what he necessarily said. But at the end of the day, he lost his job. So that's definitely punishment enough for that. Um, you know, he's an old guy anyway, so you know, um uh, you know you, you, 
you know what I mean? I guess, uh, you know, there's plenty of other things that I guess he can do uh, in the meantime. But, um, hey, thank you, you know what I mean? Um, this is uh, Remembrance Day. Um, let's try to not just focus on the controversy, but let's try to keep our minds on the sacrifices that the soldiers made um, so that Don Cherry could say things like this. Right. And the the next issue is with the whole immigrant thing or whatever that is. And I guess this is like my main point um, is that um, we got to remember that a lot of um, people of color and immigrants also served in World War Two. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, I mean? there was a lot of uh, um, indigenous people that served in World War Two. Of course, a lot of blacks, black people served in World War Two. Like, you know what I mean? Um, Nova Scotia has a, has a, like a historically just known black population that of course served in World War II. Um, you know what I mean? Um, Asian Canadians, a lot of Asian Canadians, a lot of, uh, <clears throat> a lot of, uh, 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 um, Indian Canadians and people from the Middle East as well. So we cannot, um, you know what I mean? You cannot just come out and make these kind of statements because it's not it, it, it the the same people that you are attacking are some of the same people that also served in the war. So when you're making statements, you definitely want to be more careful. And I'm gonna leave out on that note. Let's um all rem remember to take time to be thankful for the sacrifices that um these soldiers and warriors made um a lot of people went out a lot of people took up the job took up the mantle only some came back home so that's the uh ultimate sacrifice right there and we definitely should remember that and be thankful all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's uh, JD's Free Smoke Podcast. And um, uh, definitely like to uh, hopefully you guys will be tuning in next time. And uh, I'll be talking about boxing, things that interest me, and uh, things that I feel important, feel that are important, like today. Remembrance Day. Alright guys, I'm out.